0: Well, good Friday morning, everybody. It is the 14th of May, and today we're going to look at lie number six, and it is a doozy. Porn addicts lose their salvation. Wow. This is the big lie, and it is dangerous in so many ways. If we have developed the habit of turning to porn when we feel stressed or upset, What could be more of a complete disaster than fearing that God has stopped loving you and removed you from his family? Then, to make matters worse, the devil comes along with the lie that you are now going to hell. But you know what? If you work hard enough at repenting and desperately trying to do better, then maybe you could be saved again. And what he's just done is sold you a fake salvation, false news, (laughs) or fake news, by getting you to believe the conspiracy theory that you can work your way back into heaven. So you wallow in sexual sin because you now believe that you're no longer saved. So, I mean, what's the point of even trying? Your flesh is now in complete control, and like an alcoholic going on a seven-day drunk, you feel you have nothing to lose, so why not indulge to the fullest? Listen, my friends, this is a terrible place to be, and yet I know many men who live with this huge fear, even though it's all based on a lie. They dive deeper into sexual sin than they have gone before because... uh, They want to make horrible choices because they think it doesn't matter anymore. Unless they're married, then they might be fighting to save their marriage. But this begs the age-old question. Can you lose your salvation if you have truly been born again by the Spirit? Now, that question has been debated for centuries, and they're really good Christian people on both sides. But let me share with you some of the many passages that I believe teach us that once a person has truly been saved and is born again by the Spirit as a new creation in Christ, that they are eternally a member of God's family. And that position is the free gift of the grace of God, and it is impossible to lose it. So let's start with some things that Jesus said. Jesus said in the book of John, chapter 8, quote, My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal, notice the emphasis, I give them eternal life and they will notice the emphasis never and they will never perish and no one can snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one, no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hands. I don't know about you, but it seems pretty straightforward as a sheep in the fold of God, we're double-wrapped by the hands of Jesus and the hands of the Father. And note, he says he gives us eternal life and we shall never perish. Well, that would be a lie if we could lose our salvation. Another passage that speaks loud and clear on this matter is Ephesians 1. There we read, quote, He chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before Him. In love, He predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will. This passage clearly teaches us that the decision to save us was made before the creation of the world. He determined beforehand that He would adopt us into His family, and it was according to the good pleasure of his will. And he did it because he loved us, and he still does. He did it all, knowing full well all the sinful things we would ever think or do or say. Now, just a little bit further down in this passage of Ephesians 1, we come to verses 13 and 14. Quote, when you believed, okay, that moment when you trusted Christ, when you believed, You were marked in him with a seal. Uh, We were sealed in Christ. The promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit, notice the next word, guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. So, when you receive Christ as your Savior, you also receive the Holy Spirit. In fact, it says you were sealed in Christ with the Holy Spirit, and He is God's deposit into you as His guarantee. To you of your inheritance in heaven. Sounds to me like my place in heaven is guaranteed because God has placed the Spirit in me as my guarantee. And if my eternal salvation were to be contingent upon my being able to stop sinning, then my salvation would not be by grace, but the result of me being able to live in obedience to God's word. And you can find a fuller list of many, many, almost like a hundred passages in the link that I have in the email at openbible.info. Uh, you can just hyperlink from the email to that site. Now, can someone think they are saved when they have not truly been born again? Sure. Jesus spoke of some to whom he will say, I never knew you. However, to those who are chosen by God before the creation of the world because he chose to love you eternally, here is what Romans 8 teaches us. Listen carefully. And those he, God, predestined, he determined ahead of time. He also called. Actually, let me me translate it this way. And all those he predestined, he also called. And all those he called, he also justified. And all those he justified, he also glorified. Notice our glorification, which hasn't happened yet, is uh, said in the past tense, which is a grammatical way in Greek to emphasize its certainty. So instead of saying he will also glorify, it says he also also glorified, past tense, emphasizing that it is going to happen, no doubt. So we are part of the those. And how many of those get lost along the way to being glorified? None. Zero. Zip. Nada. No one. Nobody. Because when you are born again... By putting your faith in Christ to be your Savior, you became a permanently adopted child of God. And then, at the end of Romans 8, he says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So do not, please, do not believe the lie that your sin has cost you your salvation. It causes us to lose a lot of the blessings that God would have for us, and it causes us to receive the discipline that a loving father gives his children, but his love never ceases. And remember, if you can only remember one thing, remember this last verse that I find in Hebrews ten fourteen. For by one sacrifice, that would be the death of Christ, for by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. So, yes, we're in a process of being made holy, but in one sense, God has already made us perfect forever. And he's actually seated us in Christ in the heavenly realms, according to Ephesians 2:6. So I do not believe that one can lose their salvation because of an addiction to any sin. God knew all our sins before he created the universe And he chose us anyway. And he deeply wants you to get the help you need by the renewing power of the Holy Spirit. And oh, by the way, in a community of other Christian men who are on a team helping one another. You do not have to continue in your sexual addiction. But I promise you this recovery happens in community. So if you'd like to join our community where men are getting help, just email me, atme.com. God bless you, my friends. Take care. I hope you have a great day in the Lord. Be filled with and walk in the Holy Spirit. Put on the full armor of God. Offer your body to God as a living sacrifice and experience the life that he wants you to have today. God bless you. Take care. And goodbye.